Reporting from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations, this is the Cyber Risk Report. The Cyber Risk Report is a strategic intelligence product created by Cisco analysts that highlights current security issues in mid- to long-range perspectives. The report addresses various risk management categories, such as vulnerability, physical, legal, trust, identity, human, and geopolitical. This report covers the period from April 21st to April 27th, 2014. Vulnerability activity for the period decreased, while the focus remained on OpenSSL Heartbleed updates from multiple vendors. Two new vulnerabilities were reported in Apache Struts and Microsoft Internet Explorer, as well as a large update for multiple Apple OS X versions. Vendors continue to investigate and release software updates for the Heartbleed vulnerability, while security organizations and researchers continue to see new signs of attempted and possibly successful exploits of the vulnerability to compromise sensitive information and connections. Cisco Security continues to report these updates in the multi-vendor IntelliShield alert and the Cisco Product Security Advisory, correlated with the latest mitigations and recommendations in Cisco Event Response, OpenSSL Heartbleed Vulnerability. Two new vulnerabilities were reported in Apache Struts and Microsoft Internet Explorer. Apache released a security advisory and software updates for the Struts vulnerability, and Microsoft released a security advisory reporting the vulnerability and investigation of limited exploits. The Microsoft Security Advisory includes mitigations and recommendations, but updated software is not available. Security researchers have reported that this vulnerability is being used in an active attack campaign, Operation Clandestine Fox. Additional details about these vulnerabilities are available in security highlights on the Cisco Security Intelligence Operations Portal at www.cisco.com security. Apple released the Apple Security Update 2014-002 to address 13 vulnerabilities in OSX Lion version 10.7.5, OSX Lion Server version 10.7.5, OSX Mountain Lion version 10.8.5 and OSX Mavericks 10.9.2. IntelliShield published 126 events last week that included 78 new events and 48 updated events. These alerts are available via the IntelliShield Alert Manager service. For more information, visit www.cisco.com/go/intellishield. In the Attacks and Compromises Risk Management category, Verizon released the 2014 Data Breach Investigations Report highlighting the attack trends and patterns identified by the contributing organizations and the data collected from 63,000 breach investigations. This year's report identified nine common patterns and grouped the data and analysis by industry. This report is required reading for anyone involved in cybersecurity and is repeatedly cited in other reports by security organizations and researchers. The report does require careful reading and review to absorb the details of the prevalent threats, attack patterns, and the effectiveness of the mitigations that identified the attacks and breaches. One side note on the report this year is the increased number of organizations that contributed to the report, demonstrating the growing acceptance of information and data sharing across the private, international, and government security and law enforcement organizations. In the legal risk management category, governance reports this week involved the United States Government Federal Communications Commission on net neutrality, legislation calling for easing of the FedRAMP government cloud service requirements, 
and a Supreme Court case involving the cloud service provider, Aereo, challenging broadcast content. The FCC responded to reports that it had changed its position on net neutrality, saying the reports were inaccurate. Legislators have called for easing of the FedRAMP program cloud service requirements for government organizations to allow greater use of the cloud service. The Supreme Court case heard opening arguments challenging the aerial cloud service that streams television channels to computers, phones, and tablets. The cloud services in particular continue to challenge the existing legal precedents, government regulation, and governance. These cases highlight the challenges the rapidly developing cloud services are presenting to both regulators and customers. Many organizations have been conducting their due diligence and continue to delay moving to the cloud in many cases due to the developing governance, risk, and compliance questions. The good news for most is that while the GRC continues to develop and be challenged, in most cases these involve the newer service offerings and easing of movement to the established cloud services. The cloud services have become increasingly simplified for customers to promote their use both in the commercial and government markets. Next, in the human risk management category, the United States Food and Drug Administration has recently issued a device recall for an anesthesia delivery system. Such devices are commonly used to regulate and control the flow of oxygen, inhaled anesthetics, and other gases as part of surgical procedure. The defect in the device was seemingly discovered when someone with access to the device plugged their mobile device into one of the USB ports to recharge the phone during a surgical procedure, causing the device to stop functioning. This vulnerability demonstrates the potential dangers of both physical design and input validation. A USB interface on an anesthesia delivery system is likely needed to connect bona fide peripheral devices to the system, perform software updates, diagnostics, and the like. However, even if those ports are properly labeled with warnings against connecting other devices, the software for such a critical system should be designed to validate upon connection and respond appropriately. All design considerations aside, we also question whether the most dangerous vector for the vulnerability is not the USB ports or software, but the human operators who are connecting their phones in the middle of a surgical procedure. Finally, in geopolitical news, the World Economic Forum, in partnership with the Graduate School of Management at Cornell University, released the findings of its latest annual technology survey, the Global Information Technology Report 2014, Rewards and Risks of Big Data. The report takes a country-by-country -country look at the state of the impact of the global information and communications technology on economics and societies, and the digital divide that remains in many of the developing countries. The report highlights the need for developing holistic strategies for implementing ICT by developing the infrastructure, worker skills, and businesses to take advantage of the opportunities. The report found little movement by the leading and trailing countries, indicating a lack of progress in many areas. The report highlights many of the challenges in developing ICT in the Middle East and Africa region, and the issues facing many countries. While the digital divide issue was identified more than 10 years ago, the report finding that the divide remains largely unchanged is curious. Many of the developing countries have made huge inroads in ICT infrastructure and have made notable improvements to their societies, if not necessarily equal improvements to their economies. As we reported previously, Africa's ICT is growing so rapidly that it will soon be one of the largest markets, predominantly through mobile devices. While some countries may not show strong evidence of economic change relative to the more developed countries, and there is certainly more to do in these countries, 
there have certainly been vast improvements and impact. The report does correctly highlight the issue of governments and businesses working together to develop a holistic strategy versus the rapid isolated development that creates only pockets of growth in limited areas and services. This report itself may provide some guidance for countries and businesses to develop the needed holistic strategies. This concludes the Cyber Risk Report for this week. To read the full report, visit www.cisco.com slash go slash SIO and select the Cyber Risk Reports link. Tune in for next week's report from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations. Thanks for listening and stay safe.